Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. In this episode, we are going to be talking about messages from on high and the beautiful assistance that we have with the angels and the archangels. My guest today is a channel for the archangels, and we are in for a beautiful expression today as we hear specific messages or gifts for us. What if we could see ourselves the way that the angels see us or see our future the way that the angels do? That is very powerful. So today, my guest, Andrea, Adria Windhorse, is here to share those messages and also ask your own answer, your own personal questions. Adria, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to Quantum Conversations. Thank you, Loren. I'm so delighted to be here with all of you today. Thank you. We are delighted to be here, too. Before the show started, you experienced the energy of the archangels coming in, preparing the messages for today, and you had to take a little time out just to kind of be in that energy. <laughs> Can you explain a little bit about that and what you do? Yeah, so... um when I have a plan for a group event like this, I do plan to sit down and meditate for a few minutes uh, directly before, but what happened today, and it's not so unusual, is the energy got so strong about an hour before the call that um, my plans for you know, making some soup and other things, <laughs> I had to put those aside because it was non-negotiable. It was time to sit down and meditate. The energy is so buzzing. It's like um, being in a, a pressure chamber of light in, in a positive sense. And I don't know if that's, I assume that's some combination of the angel's energy and also the people who had decided to be on the call. So it's it's very beautiful and very strong. <laughs> 
Yes, beautiful. And so you are actually a decoder of that energy, but not necessarily you, because you're stepping out of the way, so to speak, so that the messages can come through. Before we get to the message, let's talk about you, because what I find really fascinating is that you are another story of this great shift and the transformation of humanity and how people really are opening to these gifts and these abilities. And that makes you a way shower for others who want to do this as well. It's this connection with ourself. And along the way, the messages that you offer do reinforce that. So here we were around that beautiful pivot point of 2012 and it really was a window. Sometimes it started in 2000. Some would say it really started at the harmonic convergence. But in your life, something happened in 2011 that really accelerated your path, and it opened you up to this. Share that story. <laughs> yes, that was a big uh, surprise. I, I think most of my life um, <laughs> has been a surprise. I don't know if other people experience it that way. Uh, but this was especially, I had been what you might call a sincere seeker since I was a teenager. I was uh, in ashrams in India and chanting and meditating, and that was really where I found my bliss. At the same time, um, I was growing frustrated because I felt like I was supposed to be offering something Um and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what my purpose was here. Um, so even though I could tap into that joy of the divine, I felt like I was supposed to be doing something in service to others. And uh, through a period of contemplation and meditation, I got this hazy idea that it was something to do with my voice and healing. So I thought, well, maybe, you know, a couple years from now, uh, I'll figure that out someday what that means. But the next morning in my inbox, my email inbox, there was this message, sound healers intensive, a few spaces left. I thought, what's sound healing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that began my journey. I, I went to this uh, sound healers intensive uh, with Jonathan Goldman um, there in Colorado and it was in itself an extraordinary experience. And what happened to me there when I went to, uh, we were in a small group exercise. We were learning how to vowel, uh, make vowel sounds to uh, balance and align the chakras. And when I opened my mouth to make a vowel sound, all these other sounds started coming out. <laughs> and I happened to have the good fortune of being around very sensitive people who could see and hear and had other um, sensory perception. So right away, I got this very positive reinforcement. Oh my God, did you see what just happened? This energy flew from over there. And so, uh, oh, I was really? To, to have that yeah. opening at the same time, a confirmation that it was a good thing and not just a very odd thing that was happening mm -hmm. through my voice. So that's, uh, how that first opening of my voice, how I began to understand that, uh, I'm a channel for sound. So for the first years, that took the form of sound healing, and I still do offer that shamanic sound healing. And then a few years ago, I felt this sort of knocking on the door of my consciousness of messages wanting to come through. 
I really, really resisted that for a long time. I was scared of what might come through. You know, I didn't know how to be a good gatekeeper at that time. Yes. What was that like as you first, I mean, you were hesitant about it, right? What was going on there? Did you just start speaking light language? Um, No, it's been, uh, so the shamanic sound is sounds that sound a little bit like flute or crystal bowls or the planets, more of that, I would say, organic circular sound for the most part, sometimes animals also. Okay. And uh, But the messages for me have always come through in English. <laughs> so I've been able to um, understand. And I'm a conscious channel, so um, I, I, my voice doesn't change that much, and I am still aware what's happening um, when someone's speaking through me. It's a little bit like being, I think, a simultaneous translator. Uh, I think it happens mostly through telepathy rather than something coming in and taking over my physical voice. But because it's been happening now for so many sessions, that timing of hearing and then me repeating it through my voice has become so in sync that it feels very natural as if it were just speaking through me. I'm not sure if that was a very confusing explanation. No, that's perfect, actually, because... You know, we were talking earlier, like you surrendered this afternoon as this energy was coming in. And that's really what you're doing is you're surrendering. And so then your voice is just speaking what is right there. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just my job is to keep my, so I'm still there. My consciousness is still there. And my job is to keep any ego reactions, judgments, my own ideas about what the right answer is to keep those to the side and let the message come through. That's really my whole job in this, preserving um, the purity of the channel of communication and staying out of the way. (laughs) Well, what an incredible head start that you had. I mean, I mentioned that 2011 was a breakthrough year for you, but really to be a teenager in ashrams in India, what a great head start you had. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade that time in my life for for anything. <laughs> now, how did you get to India as a teenager? I mean, oh, see. like, so did you go with your parents? How did no, that come? No, I was I was in New York City, and um, what age was one were of you? The, I was eighteen, and okay. um, I and happened to through the synchronicity of a few different people. Uh, steering me in the right direction, I ended up at this meditation center, and as soon as I sat down, there was an introductory program there, but the room started spinning, and I was seeing stars, and it was like discovering something I never knew I was looking for, like discovering love and finding it in the same moment. So I, I was so in love with meditation from the beginning. And within a few months, I was already taking a year off school. Within a few months, I was in India and just riding that uh, bliss. I was so happy to find that. Yes, okay. Well, I love that story. Thanks so much for sharing it. Um, So you were really tuned in all along. So then when you came to channel the archangels, when did that occur? And what was that like? 
I started channeling uh, more widely, so there were other groups that were channeling through my voice first, and um, then I became a little hesitant. I guess I became tangentially aware of different groups and how their agendas might may or may not be in alignment with what I would want for people. So I, I kind of shut things down for a few, uh, about a month and uh, realized that I wanted to be very clear about only, in the beginning anyway, only um, uh, I make a prayer to four archangels, Raphael, Gabriel, uh, Mikhail, and Uriel. And then I was opening up again to channeling to see what would happen. And um, a little dense sometimes, I thought, wow, this is surprising. It's the same angels always coming through to speak. And then I was really laughing one day when I realized, well, it's because I'm doing a prayer that's calling in those four angels. <laughs> so um, those are primarily the four angels that speak through my voice. And I do still channel other beings. Um, I'm much more judicious in that. Uh, so, for example, I'm channeling messages from a Lemurian priest and priestess who came into my field a few months ago, and that um, mm -hmm. is taking the form of a book that's almost done. I was hoping to have it done for today, but there's so many hours of transcription that's not quite done yet. Um, but that is a beautiful book about um, the nature of enlightenment, the collective enlightenment that's starting to emerge on this planet, and then how their own society fell because they wanted to caution us about some of the traps along the way as we move on this path of what they call greatening, <laughs> that we can get stuck in some of those traps of being so enamored of manifestation and uh, other things like that. So I do still channel other beings, but primarily, especially when I'm offering uh, in sessions to others. Uh, for now, I'm keeping it with the archangels because I really, really trust where they're coming from, what their agenda is, and I don't want to be just a megaphone for any voice in the universe. I want to be very careful uh, who it is that's speaking uh, through my voice. That is so cool. I love it. And that sound of a rooster behind you is actually an activation as well. Uh, you are in Hawaii, and that is the sound of Hawaii. I love it. It's so it comforting. You are in Lemuria, the mountaintops of Lemuria. And when you were speaking there about channeling other beings too, I was going to ask you about Lemuria. And that's so cool Beautiful. that you mentioned that. Yes. So who knows, maybe we will get a channel from the Lemurian priestess and priest as well. Who, who knows? We'll keep that open. The rooster says yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you do personal sessions that help people. And that is a beautiful space for people to connect with you. We have a special offer as well. We'll get to that at the end of our program. Uh, but this show today is a great place for a message to come forward for our group and also to answer some questions that are coming in from our beautiful community, a new earth community of healers themselves and awakening hearts. And we'll be able to answer some of those questions too and take some calls. Uh, so I guess let's, let's begin and let's bring in a message for our group.
This is Raphael. What we want to say primarily to those listening today and those who might be listening in future time frames is that you are not alone and you are not lost. There is some misinformation right now. As humanity uplifts, uh, there is a little bit of uh, misinformation, a fearscape we would call it, So other beings and some humans also who are scared of the uplift of humanity are broadcasting some of these false uh, messages of fear and so forth into your environment, your physical environment. So what happens, these sensitive beings, as those on the call for the most part are, these sensitive beings who are so sensitive to the uplift of light are also a little more sensitive to these messages, this bombardment of fear and so forth. So we want to tell you, please, anytime you feel that message of fear strongly in your heart or your brain space, it is fine to ignore that. Think of it as a commercial. Uh, If you are listening to the radio, a commercial that you are free to turn off. Or if you can't find the volume switch, just know it's just a commercial. You don't have to buy that product. So what we want to tell you is what is right is what is real, is what is uplifting in your heart and soul. And you have the choice of which voices you want to listen to, whether you hear it in words or in energy. Many of you will be increasingly sensitive now to both sides of the spectrum. So as you become greater in light, you also become more sensitive. So for some of you, this is a bit of a rocky road. You thought, wait a minute, I thought this waking up process, this bliss process was great, but then I was hit with this storm of emotions and doubts and fears and days where I feel like I don't want to leave the house. So we tell you there is a reason for this, and it is not a personal reason. In most cases, it is a bombardment. It is more of an environmental situation happening in your field. And it is not just the uncertainty of change and uplift, but that there are, uh, and we do not say that these forces are winning in any sense, so we are not trying ourselves to introduce fear here, but to let you know there is a certain weather happening of this bombardment of fear, so you can feel empowered to ignore it. It is not real in that sense. It is not something that is meant to alert you to danger. So fear does have this physical purpose when you reach the edge of a cliff to wake you up, to alert you to the fact that you should not take another step unless you are meaning to jump over that cliff. So fear sometimes has a positive or neutral uh, purpose like that. The kind of fear that many of you have been experiencing in the past weeks is not that kind of fear. It is the kind that is propaganda, let us say. So you may feel uh, comfortable ignoring it and not feeling like it is a sense from within your heart space that is Um, letting you know it is time to do battle or it is time to worry about something. 
Worry uh, in itself, of course, is not very productive, but fear especially is just like pulling the drain in the bathtub. It just depletes your energy and in most cases has no other purpose. So this is intentional from other beings uh, in this moment, and we ask you to ignore that. So uh, that was in a lot of people's consciousness today. So let us also look and see if there is a more uplifting message now that we have dealt with that uh, veil. And thank you. That that is um, very powerful as well. And it brings a lot of relief. And we can just feel the beauty in that message. So, yes, we can ignore fear. Then let's talk about this great shift underway. And there's questions coming in about how we are in, what dimension we are in, and what that's like. Can we move into other dimensions more easily? Are we going back and forth? Can you help describe this? Yes. This is Uriel. You are in many places at once, which is why for those of you with more linear minds, it is confusing to try to figure out where exactly you are uh, because it is shifting and you have choice of going back and forth. It is like you were on one road before, you were in a fixed place, and now you are at the branch of the road with three different branches. And you have free will to come and go as you like among them. So you are still uh, at this moment, most likely if you are on this call, in three-dimensional space, at least in body. But then the consciousness is willing and uh, it is much easier now to uplift into the fourth and even fifth dimensions for some of you at this time. But it is not like a linear road the way we would describe. It is more like... um, taking those paths back and forth, but it is quite instant, like changing the channels on the television. Perhaps people do not do that anymore, but they can remember how that worked. Uh, So going back and forth. At will, although the conscious mind might not be directing it, so again, that's where some of the confusion comes in. Where am I? And sometimes you might find yourself in the middle of the day wondering why you are upswept with this feeling of dizziness or lightness or feeling that you are not quite there. Yes, your spirit, uh, the parts of you that do know how to navigate these different dimensions are at play now because you are much more free to move uh, about third, fourth, and fifth dimensions. So it is not so important to understand with the brain space from from our perspective because the brain is not the one driving the car here. It is not that it is uh, negative to understand it cerebrally, uh, but the brain is not the one that will take you there. So if you want to uh, be more in the fifth dimension, for example, It is stating uh, that intention in your own heart space or asking your own angels and guides to bring more of those opportunities to you either spontaneously or through books and webinars and classes and so forth to bring you into that fifth dimensional space. 
it, generally we would say it is much, much more available to people than it has been uh, in the past. So yes, times are shifting, but it is not that as a planet everyone has already shifted from third to fourth dimension, for example. There are many of us who are uh, shifting back and forth, back and forth right now. So it is a little confusing to the brain space to know where we are. But to your heart, we would say, this is wonderful news. You can now play wherever you like. That's a key word, the play, the play that comes in. And so as we are playing in the 5D or being in the 5D space with the intention through the heart space, um, what else do we need to do to really deprogram from the 3D? Because I, it, it's that programming that brings us back into the 3D. We have a more neutral view of a third dimension. There are different learning lessons in each of them. So some people uh, on this planet now uh, will choose to stay in third dimension for the rest of their lifetimes. And we do not view this as a negative thing because those souls have chosen uh, to learn the specific lessons that are available, more available in the third dimension. For those of you who wish to shift, of course, uh, those doors are already open, so there's no, no merits you need to uh, earn in order to go through those gateways. Uh, those shifts are happening naturally. But just to understand that not everyone will make that choice, um, not everyone finds it more playful or wonderful to be in these other dimensions. They might find it disorienting or a distraction even from the lessons they are here to learn. Interesting. So you mentioned dizziness, and this is a, a symptom of moving between dimensions? It can be the disorientation, uh, either in the body space or more likely uh, the heart space, uh, the driver of the soul at this moment. Uh, wondering where it is. So <laughs> there's that joy perhaps of driving a new car for the first time uh, or any kind of car for the first time, but then also feeling a little disoriented about, oh, wait a minute, where was I going again? I got so wrapped up in the, the fact of driving, I forgot where I am. Uh, so suddenly plunging in and out of these new um, dimensions of existence, it can be a little disorienting for the system. So any temporary dizziness or feeling uh, just odd or other, in general we would say these are not things that need to be fixed. It is just you are adjusting to, uh, as if you were adjusting to a new high-altitude climate. That is the closest metaphor we can find. It is not that either the lower climate or the higher climate are better, but they are different, so you learn to acclimate. And it will become easier to travel back and forth. So for those of you who are interested in being in the fifth dimension, there will still be moments in time where you could find it quite useful to be in the third dimension in order to finish some computer work, for example, or care for a child in a certain way, like driving them in a physical car. 
So there might be some use to uh, having access still to third dimension. So at this precise moment in Earth's history, we do not see people making a final choice to be in one or the other. It is more of a fluid time right now where you can play in the other dimensions if you wish and get a sense of where you would like to reside for more of your time. Now, do you still have that option to go back and forth? Okay, beautiful. So some questions coming in from our audience. There are folks who have felt connected to the angels, to you, the archangels as well. And sometimes it feels like there's a block in the connection. Speak a little bit about what's going on here and how we can overcome any blocks and make that connection again. Yes, thank you. This is Uriel. That's a beautiful question. Most often, or we would say in this case, uh, when a block arises, it is because you are expecting a connection from angels to come through in a way that you have seen it happen for others. So, for example, we would not like you to come away from this call thinking, oh, I don't hear the words of angels in my head, so therefore I must not be connected with angels. No, this is absolutely not the point. Sometimes it is helpful to hear the words, to uh, hit the heart and the brain a little more clearly. And so there are those who have that access. But everyone has their own angels around them. And your angels are not so dumb to try to communicate with you in a language that you cannot understand. So for some people, it is just that strong feeling out of nowhere, I just I never take this road, but I know I'm supposed to go left here right now, and I don't know why. Or it is a sense of color, uh, more of an abstract feeling of not being alone. Some people receive uh, messages in the form of dreams that give them a little clue of what is happening next for them. Or a book might fall off a shelf. Uh, At least one of the callers here today has that happen to them quite often. So... There are so many ways for your angels and archangels and other angels who are not always present around you to communicate with you. So please do not limit it to when you are feeling blocked, feeling like any specific way the angels need to reach you, some that you need to see light or you need to hear words or some concept of what a message from the angels is. Instead, you could pray to your angels, please show me how you would like to communicate with me and then be more open in the next three days or so to see what might happen. Some people see angels in numbers also, uh, like these triple numbers on the clock, 333 and so forth. Yes, the numbers, and I know that makes people very aware that the angels are present. Okay, very good. Can you speak to us on how we can put our angels into our life and work with them as far as assisting us with our life purpose? And can we put them to task on helping us uh, get out of debt, 
change our financial situation, create a consistent, prosperous living? Yes, this is Uriel. So your angels are there to serve you, truly. And it is your free will to choose what you want in this lifetime. And your angels, your angels are waiting to hear what that is. So the more specific you can be, the more helpful it is. And here we are not speaking exactly about manifesting, although it is a, a, a fine point here. We will try to be clear in our message. Uh, one thing that for some people they feel they should not call upon angels for little things like a stubbed toe or... <laughs> what to eat for breakfast, or what kind of book to read. So your angels are always there, and archangels and other angels that you know by name uh, or not, by energy, uh, are always accessible to you also. So it is an unlimited resource, let us say, at your disposal, and you can use it for anything as long as it is not used to harm another. So we do not see these things as trivial, matters of the heart, matters of money. Uh, we do not see it as higher and more lofty to always only ask us questions about God or uh, our spiritual purpose here and so forth. For some, that is the main focus of this lifetime, and that is the questions they will have. For others, they may have chosen to learn something about uh, through money in this lifetime. So they may have a lot of concerns and questions uh, and not wanting to be entrapped in um, negativity there, wanting to transcend the situation that they are in. So we will shift topics a little bit here, still still staying on the issue of money, to use this as an illustration that what you have in your life right now in this moment, you have called into being. So this is difficult for people who want to uh, play victim, uh, but we say in the lightest, uh, most open-hearted way that we can, you have called these circumstances into being, Therefore, they are good for you. They are there to either help to call forth a gift that you weren't yet aware you had, so to bring up a situation that is not so easy in order for your gift to blossom out because it is now needed, or to challenge you to release, to have a change of paradigm, to meditate on it and shift your own thinking, whether or not the circumstance shifts. So each of these situations in your exact moment now, you have called into being. So a beautiful question for yourself and for your angels is, why have I created this in this moment, uh, this financial situation or this situation with someone at work? What is the gift in this for me? Because I trust myself. I'm a loving being, and I brought this situation into my life right now for a reason. So what is the beauty in this? What is the gift in what feels right now like a hardship? But what is, why did I uh, call this up? Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. 
we will be reminded to communicate with our angels. So let's go to some more questions from our audience. I am going to go to the phone line now, and we are going to unmute Daryl in Atlanta, Georgia. Daryl, hello. Do you have a question for the Archangels? Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, I would love to make a a love connection with a spiritual, with my, just a love connection with with a goddess. And was wondering, uh, I'm, uh, am I looking for it so much that I'm just canceling out, or I'm, I'm, how how can I attract my beloved? Yes, you are in this stage of your uh, manifestation, let us call it, of this wish, where we remind you that in order for uh, a farmer to plant a seed, he has to let go of it. So you have spent a lot of time creating and drawing towards you this person uh, very specifically and powerfully. And yet the last piece uh, is you must open your hand and let go of that wish to really uh, surrender as much as you want this thing to happen in a particular way at a particular time. And that is how things will manifest in your life. The last piece of manifestation is being willing to let go to God, to the angels, to your higher self, whatever it is that you feel you can release into and understand that there is a higher purpose in your life right now. And it might not be this person the way you had exactly imagined them. So understand that your angels and guides have heard you. You have done a very good job about being very specific about your requests. So now is your moment to let go. And without the letting go, the manifestation cannot happen. And it becomes a little bit binding on us where it distracts us from the other wishes in our heart space and the other forms of love that are dancing around us. So now is a moment, whether that is 30 seconds or two years, to take a deep breath and let go of this wish, lovingly release it into the hands of whatever you trust, the angels or God or so forth, the universal energies. And let it reach the bountiful soils of this universe to grow on its own a little, to receive the rain and sun, so it is not clasped so tightly the seed inside your hand that it does not have access to soil and light and uh, water. Thank you, and so it is. (laughs) And so it is. (laughs) Heart smiles to you. Thank you, you. Daryl. Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Here is a question from Teresa. Can you please um, let me know if I will be happy? I'm struggling in personal work and financial aspects, and I cannot see how it will change. 
And Teresa, this is Raphael speaking. You can see perhaps how your situation now is different than when you were a child, a two-year-old. And different still than it will be five years from now. So although change looks like molasses to you, like more like quicksand, like it will never happen, if you are able with any part of your being, even if it is just logic, to understand that change is inevitable, that there is no possible way that you will remain stuck in this situation forever, then the change has already occurred. Part of what is happening now is you are believing so strongly that change is not possible that your angels and guides and the universe mirror is taking that cue from you. So you are the programmer in a computer sense of your universe. So when these doubts arise, this frustration of what is that feels like it is happening, uh, lasting forever, you do have the option of putting another picture there instead. And for you, we would suggest a literal picture, uh, not necessarily a photograph, but something you can look at when your mind becomes very worried about this lack of change. So is it a picture of a loved one? Is it a picture of a vacation spot you want to be? Some Anything that represents to you change and something other than what you feel stuck in. So give your mind this other option so that the universe can start to mirror back to you that which you want and not that which you fear. The fears now have just uh, dominated the programming space in, in a metaphorical sense. So it is hard for your angels and guides to hear anything else. Uh, so why don't you give them some more information? And for you, visual is the easiest way right now. When you feel stuck, look at a picture of something you want meaning a different type of situation, a different type of heart space, a different location, whatever it is. And it does not always have to be the same picture. But for you, visuals will be very good. And uh, for you, stopping the loop of uh, amplifying what it is you do not want. Okay, beautiful tips there. Thank you so much. Lots of questions coming in, and I'm going to condense it down into this generic phrase. Again, it goes back to how do we know that the angels are around us? And a flip side to that is how do we trust it versus maybe a different voice that's a lower vibration? So how can we tell, and then how do we discern this is Raphael. So let us say first that, yes, unequivocally, each of you here on this call do have angels who are assigned to you. <laughs> so they are there with you for your whole lifetime. Uh, some people also have occasional angels who come and go for specific assignments, let us say. So... Uh, how do you know if that little inkling uh, to go left on the road is from an angel or something else? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
one of the clear signs is does it have fear along with it? So if it is something that you feel a little obsessive about and you feel fearful, uh, fear is somehow there in your awareness at the same time, that is a good signal to distrust whatever is coming up in, in the mind at that moment. If you feel uh, a sense of peace or sometimes for some people it comes through as a sense of complete lack of doubt for something that doesn't make any sense for the logical mind. Uh, that's another good clue. It probably is more likely an angel speaking. <laughs> Those things that come out of the blue that don't make any sense for the life plan, for what we had uh, on the menu, for the list for today, and yet it's so strong and undeniable uh, and just a curiosity to the mind. Those we would say in general um, are good to trust. And you can experiment with small things. So each of you, as you are learning about your own intuition, which we would call connection to your higher self, or angel messages or other guides that are around you, or higher vibrations, more generally speaking, experiment with small things, things that you feel are not going to put yourself or anyone else at risk and uh, are not a huge risk for your bank account or family or something you care about very much either, your career. So small things, um, learn to trust yourself and see what happens when you listen to that, uh, what feels like a positive voice and what happens when you don't. So have a kind of scientific experiment with yourself. And that is one of the easiest ways to learn to trust. Oh, I see. It's cause and effect. When I when I followed this voice that was quite um, confusing to the logical mind, but so strong. Wow! I met this beautiful person in this grocery store that I never ever go to, and I couldn't understand why I was stopping there because I don't have anything gluten free. But then I met this person. Oh my God! Changed my life. <laughs> Whatever it is, it will not always be so dramatic. But follow the little things those little inklings, and uh, on the same side, you can learn to not follow those little voices or, of fear that are telling you, despite the fact that every part of you right now just wants to meditate, you better get up and do your taxes right now or the, or the world's going to end. What happens if you don't listen to that voice for an hour? So experiment with little things like that, and you'll see you begin to trust your own sense much more clearly of what is coming from angel or uh, guide or higher vibration and what is coming from a place of uh, old habits in the logical mind and fear. Yes, thank you for that. That is really good. And I know we're all going to be working with that and paying attention really it really is doing the opposite of everything we've ever known. And even today in mainstream media, anything that brings up fear, that is an indicator to just set it aside and not even pay attention to it. Anything you want to add about that? Yes, this is Raphael. Fear can be very convincing and it usually has quite a lot of statistical proof that it is real. 
but fear in itself is probably the biggest invitation. Um, yes, as you said, to turn down the volume or not to pay any attention. Unless it is a concrete, very physical uh, thing, like not touch, touching the hot stove. Uh, any other instance of fear is a very good indication of falseness. That's so, yes, things beautiful. that provoke fear mm-hmm. in you could be avoided for your better uh, enjoyment of your life and better direction of your life. So with everything that we do, pay attention to that fear and get above it and connect with the angels. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go back to our phone line and we're going to go to a caller, a wireless caller in Detroit, Michigan, phone number ending in 8363. Hello, you are unmuted. Do you have a question for the archangels? Wow, that is awesome. Um, Can you hear me well? Yes. Hi, what's your name? My name is David. Hi, David. I sent your question in about um, Azrael and the Holy Spirit. So, um, so I've been told that I work with Azrael, Archangel Azrael, and the Holy Spirit, and uh, helping people with um, either grieving or passing. And I'm wondering if, um, uh, well, what they have to say. Yes, this is Uriel. So this is a beautiful uh, synchronicity that this topic comes up just after uh, speaking of fear. Because for many people, um, death is looms large as a fear over this lifetime. So any assistance that you and others can play in helping to navigate what is actually quite a beautiful process of letting go and integrating into light and taking time to reflect uh, metaphorically like sitting with a cup of tea and looking at your life. It is a beautiful passage. It is not a fearful one. So what you and others do uh, to help people understand whether or not you are physically with people who are going through the death process, your willingness, if you are willing to help people energetically uh, through this process, is quite beautiful. So we see you connected uh, most often in in a spirit sense where you might feel pulled uh, sometime randomly in your day towards a a soul that you do not know, uh, perhaps, and feel pulled to guide them to be with them a little bit in this moment of what can be quite confusing. So it is beautiful if you are willing to continue to offer this service and know that it does not have to happen at a planned time because death uh, rarely does from a human perspective. So um, I'll try to be concise about this. uh, I've had many experiences with um, helping people pass and uh, one of them including a dove landing on my back and walking around in a circle like Mm -hmm. three or four times. Uh, when someone was passing, <clears throat> so I'm sorry, I'm, um, I got a little emotional. Um, I feel the Holy Spirit come in my back and my heart chakra a lot, and um, when I call in the Holy Spirit before the Lord's Prayer <clears throat> at meetings or other places, and specifically, I'm dealing with the situation where my brother is uh, 
so he's in a hospital and uh it's been like six weeks he's on a ventilator he's been um he's dealing with um you know uh smoking and copd and then uh he actually caught himself on fire smoking while he was on oxygen and uh that's just insane but it happened and um so he's on this uh, this thing and and now, now he's had a couple of strokes in the last week and um things i don't know i think they've turned south a bit and um i don't know whether to pray for him you know when i sit with him at the hospital you know he's he's uh sedated 90 percent of the time and um i wanted to pray for him to stay or pass or i don't know what his soul wants and um and it's just been really difficult <laughs> yeah so let us speak directly to this. Your brother at this moment, at this precise moment, does not want your help, which is why you are not called, why you feel this confusion, because you so often are called into this moment for others, and yet you feel the opening is not quite there. It might be in that moment of his final passing that he decides to want your help, but know that your brother has very specific angels and guides already assigned to him. And he is communicating mm. with them in his times of what he would call unconscious. So he is quite guided in this. And at this moment, we would say he has not decided whether to pass on or not. But there is something in him, and perhaps that is the human part and your relationship as brothers together, that he does not want your help. So mm. we ask you to hear this in the most loving way, to know that he has help. And that, of course, it might be natural for you to be confused since you have helped so many others why you are not being invited in in this exact moment to help your brother in this way. Okay. Should I sit with him or or uh, or just let him be then? Yes, sitting with him is very nice. And just not to impose what your mind might think your role is there. Maybe right. he wants you there right now more as a brother, as a friend, and not as a spiritual being, which is a little threatening to him. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Mm. It's amazing. I, 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 uh, I've had some really <laughs> powerful things happen through my heart chakra and my hands and when I call on the Holy Spirit and other people, I'll feel that especially on my right hand when I'm after the, a meeting like in AA or something. I, I had the people like, uh, I don't know, they've been affected by it. It's very interesting. <laughs> Some people won't hold my hand after the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Okay, David. I'm going to let someone else. I really appreciate your help. Uh, Thank you very, very, well. very much. Thank you. What a bright light you are. And uh, just thank you for your service as well. And we hope that you find that comforting in this tender time with your brother. Mm, thank indeed. you. Okay. I am a, I'm a spiritual warrior, not, I'm not a spiritual <laughs> one. No, I don't think any of us are. Oh, <laughs> thanks for that. I like that terminology. Thank you. Uh, okay. okay. God bless bye. you. God bless, brother. All right, let's move on to another caller. I am going to go to uh, Poland, and here is Melina. Melena. Hi, Melena. Hello, can you hear me? 
Yes. Do you have a question for the Archangels? Um, yes, yes. Um, I've got a question about my finances. For the last many months, more than a year, I've been in a disastrous uh, financial situation. I've been very ill. Money is not coming. And I believe I did everything the higher powers wanted me to do. I felt inspired. I risked everything. And money is still not coming. And I'm puzzled, to be honest, because I may be evicted from the flood that I uh, rent, I would like to, uh, I would like uh, angels to tell me what to do in this matter. This is Uriel. So what came forth before the call came through was this calling to the stone Malachite. We do not know if this has meaning for you yet, but we would invite you to sit with the energies of this stone. And if you cannot afford to purchase a stone, that is fine. Stones, like angels, are willing to come to our aid, whether there is some physical uh, stone there physically present with you or not. So maybe even to look at a picture or the descriptions of Malachite, there is something there soothing for your soul space. So let us look also uh, about your situation now. Sometimes these very dramatic situations in life, and from our perspective, this is what is happening for you, dear. Sometimes they are created so that we can face what is our worst fear and realize that we have already gone beyond it. So see, you have this belief that there has been no money for some time and uh, very ill health, and yet you are still here. Somehow you are still eating, you are still thriving in a certain sense in your spiritual life. So... Sometimes these things occur for you to be able to take a deep breath and say, the worst has happened. Oh, the worst happened. And I'm still here. And God is still here. And love is still here. And then some beautiful, there's a beautiful unfolding and blossoming happening for you here. If you can be in acceptance of what is happening at this moment, And look for, because you have been striving to reverse what is happening for some months now, instead, why don't you spend a few quiet moments today looking for the gift in what has already happened. And in in that is a clue for you what is your next step. So looking not for the gift of what you imagine is about to happen with eviction or something else, but in something that has already happened in the last few months for you. There was a gift there that you do recognize. So as you tune into that sometime in quiet moments today, you will see quite clearly what is the next step, and that is all that you need to know in this moment. We do not need to see the full road of the 20 years ahead of us. We just need to know clearly, what do I do right now? 
or what uh, awareness do I call in right now? Okay. Beautiful. Milena, did you find that helpful? Yes, the message resonated with me um, very much, and I already have uh, this uh, green stone. Yes, uh, I don't uh, know yeah. how to pronounce it in English. Malachite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's malachite in Polish, and I've got one. Um, <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> already. So. Um, Thank you very much. Something happened to my lower back. There was a, a clearing when you were speaking. Uh, um, uh, the back uh, of my sacral chakra. So thank you so much. So so much. You actually you um, uh, convinced me that I should trust. Uh, that yes. it's yeah. going to turn out well despite <laughs> these dramatic circumstances. So, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is Uriel. If there is one message we could say to everyone, and probably many are aware of those little cards called angel cards that have little message. The one message that would fit for everyone is everything is going to be all right. We all need to hear that so many times during the day, during the year, and it's helpful when the message is very specific to us. But it is so true. You are riding this wave of love. You are in this lifetime that you have created. You, like you were at a shopping mall before this uh, lifetime, you picked out the people you wanted to meet, the, the circumstances generally, so now you're in it, so you can trust God, of course, but also yourself. You picked this out. You had unlimited resources, and this is what you chose for yourself. So it really is going to be all right. You had a plan, and it's unfolding now. Yes, it's going to be all right. In our heart of hearts, we do know that. We know that all is well. Thank you for that beautiful connection and that beautiful reminder. We are ready to ride our waves of love. Absolutely. Okay. I have a couple more questions here. I'm going to condense lots of questions that we have coming in. And one is, how can we connect to our higher self? Yes, so uh, this is Uriel. Within that question, there can be, uh, not for everyone, but there can be this discarding, um, this judgment against the lower self. So let's start there. What is this lower self we are trying to get away from? Is it the physical body? Because the body is here to serve us, and it works quite uh, diligently through the night <laughs> and day uh, following our every whim. So is it really the body we are trying to get away from? Is it some uh, animalistic impulses? Is it some sense of uh, moving in the three-dimensional world? So it, although it is a somewhat annoying to some of you to consider this, why is it that we want to run away from what you might call the lower self? We see this all as uh, integrated as vehicles, as helpers for 
your highest self and your highest purpose to function throughout the day and to uh, live out your purpose. So having said that, let us look uh, more directly at the question as it was meant. How do we connect with uh, that place within us, which is more in tune with our purpose on this earth, uh, the higher vibrations of love and light? How do we connect with that? There are so many beautiful practices uh, of voice channeling, of meditation, of light uh, practices, of magical practices, of sitting on the earth in the damp grass and connecting with uh, the beautiful uh, spirit through nature in that way. So higher self does not always have to be upward in the sky, so to speak. It is all around us. That is what we wish to bring forward in speaking of the lower self. Even in the cells of the liver or some other piece of the body that is not usually held up as spiritual and beautiful, even in the cells and the atoms of the body, what is it? If you even scientists will see it is dancing light. You are made up of this beautiful uh, higher light. So how do you connect with what you are? That is the joke, the old saying of the drop of water that wants to become the ocean, but it already is the ocean. So it is a bit of a paradox and why we are here on this learning planet to relearn who we already are. So first we want to say, please do not feel there is something you need to do some specific formula in order to access who you already are. But certainly experiment with guided meditations, breathing, walks in nature. Find what works for you to access this peace. It seems that is what one of the questioners wants more than anything. And for others, knowledge, wisdom, light, whatever it is you are seeking, experiment, please. Uh, It is not the same path for everyone. There is not one way of entering light. Thank you. Beautiful messages. Again, we can feel into it and it just resonates so deeply. Can you can you share with us how we can find or understand or identify or envision our next purpose in life or our purpose in life? This is a common theme popping up. People really want to know what they can do to be inspired by that next step. Yes, so this is Uriel, and uh, this brings to light a beautiful um, way of viewing your moment in history, Earth history, as we started out uh, talking about the shift generally on the planet. So in the past, it was the mind that uh, was driving the car. We alluded to this. So the way the mind works is by making lists and plans and having a 20-year forecast and so forth. Uh, But the mind is no longer in charge at this time in Earth's history. 
it is the heart. So that does not mean the emotions are in charge, we wish to clarify there, but the heart, the wisdom of the heart. And the heart is much more uh, alive in the present moment. And that is why many of you are experiencing this shift from having plans and lists to feeling very strongly what feels right or good to you uh, in this particular hour or this particular day. So in a sense, the feeling of purpose, although it is just as strong, it's not playing out in such a linear way that the mind can construct and deconstruct and sometimes follow logically. And yet for many of you, you feel more connected, more at peace, more alive. And these wishes, small wishes, large wishes are dropping from the fruit, uh, from the trees like fruit. It is so easy now in this time, once you connect to what the heart wants to see it uh, instantly happen in the world around you. So in finding your purpose uh, for this lifetime, we would say (laughs) that was a question more for 10 years ago when the brain was in uh, charge and could tell you the plan for the whole life. Right now, a more appropriate question is to ask the heart, right now in this moment or this day or maybe this week, what is the best thing to focus on? What is bringing up the most sense of peace and joy and love and aliveness in me? And follow that. And then you are riding the waves of your purpose, of this love (laughs) current, as it was called. Uh, Yes, the love current. Tuning in to the love current. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, one last question. Again, it's condensed by a common thread that we're seeing from our chat line. And this is, if we were given one item to practice, what would that be to assist us to channel directly with our angelic team? Yes, this is Eoriel. And to speak to your own angels, we had spoken of uh, not being so concrete, specific about them, about uh, how the message should come forth. Does it need to be in words or shapes or images or, or books falling off the shelf? So that is the first thing, to have this openness in your heart of how your specific angels will speak to you. And that will be more about where your gifts and strengths are. Uh, than the abilities of your angels. So your angels are not in any way lesser than if they do not speak to you through words. You may be a more visual person, and so to cater to your strengths, uh, they will in that case uh, arrive through images and colors in the sky, for example, and perhaps angelic shapes in the clouds. So the first step is to become open that your angels will be communicating with you in a way that suits your strengths. So it is not something you have to strive so much to attain. Uh, Relaxing a little bit into the receptivity and trust that your angels are communicating with you. If you feel quite dissonant, perhaps uh, that you are listening a little too much to the logical mind and the plans 
and the lists that you made 10 years ago. So perhaps it is being willing to receive in this moment how the angels wish to speak with you and give you some clues, uh, short-term clues about where to go next, where to put your awareness next. So we would say in having the intention of being receptive in the specific way that your angels wish to speak with you and being open to it not being so linear as it was in the past, and being open to it being quite unique to your strengths, so it is not a struggle. Yes, beautiful. Okay, so we soften to it, we pay attention, and it's not a struggle. It's with ease and grace. So very beautiful. All right, so as we end our um, questions with the archangels, I'm going to take our last caller and we're going to Helen in South Carolina. Hello, Helen. Do you have a question for the Archangels? Oh, yes. Hi. Thank you for taking my caller in. Hi. Um, I just uh, wanted to see if um, they could um, tell me what they see my next, what's what's next for me. Yes, this is Raphael. We see before you this choice of comfort, and we do not mean physical comfort, but the things that are easy and the way it always has been, which is uh, for you a comforting thing. For some people, they like the novelty of change. So for you, it is this choice between what is comfortable, like a well-worn, comfortable shoe, and something that feels a little startling and not mistrusted, but it is just new. So we would say to you in this moment for your specific uh, question to trust what is new. It is not taking you in a dangerous direction. It is just unfamiliar. So why don't you walk a few steps in that pathway and test it out gently. But we say from our vantage point, it is quite lovely, the new energy that is bringing in. And you have the capacity to step out of the comfort zone. <laughs> you certainly have the strength for that. So there is no need to mistrust this uh, other choice just because it is a very different looking energy than what you have experienced in the past. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Beautiful. We hope you found that helpful. I think so. Yes. Yes. Um, can, can I just ask if they can just clarify if it is in any certain direction, such as related business-wise or more personal or both? It is that little invitation which has been glimmering on the edges. There's no pressure to answer it right away, so you have sort of uh, put aside the question for now. We would say it is a social invitation at this time. It might turn into a work project also, but it is starting out as a social possibility. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Helen. Thanks for your question. Beautiful. Archangels, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. 
We so appreciate your message. And I would just like you to close, again, recapping that message about ignoring fear. There are still people who say they meditate, they're on it, but the fear of the unknown still trips them up. Any last message on that? Yes. (laughs) We join together. So this is Raphael Uriel. Uh, joining in this message, a prayer of upliftment out of fear. So we welcome you into light, a light that is yours. So it is comfortable, safe, and familiar, and at the same time, a light that can dance at the speed of light, bringing any change into your awareness instantaneously. You have the capacity for lifting up into whatever new horizons you wish to touch in this very moment. You have that capacity and we invite you to make this prayer for us, with us, uh, unto us. Let us be light. Let us be our own light and not be hindered by any form of density or darkness which wishes to fool us into thinking we are other than what we are, unlimited light. And so it is. We are unlimited light. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so after that beautiful session with the Archangels, we'll speak again with Adria. (laughs) Hi there, Lauren. (laughs) Just feeling the beauty in those words, the frequency in the voice, it was exquisite. Yeah, it's quite something to um, be a part of it. Lots of good message there. Again, just to ride the wave of love that we are as unlimited light and we can't get this wrong and everything is going to be good. Lots of messages on trust there and learning how to connect with those angels as well, being open to it. So that was fascinating. And I thank you for bringing them forth. Yes, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Yes, and so there were more questions than we could get to in the time frame of this space here and this now, but I do want to recommend your personal session. For those who have deeper questions and would really like that specific guidance, so tell us a little bit about what happens in a personal session with the Archangels. Uh, You do this over Skype or phone. And how long is it and what happens? Yeah, so you've all just experienced it, whether or not you were the questioner, but it's that um, really fairly informal question and answer. So um, I do recommend that people write down their questions beforehand because the um, beautiful thing that (laughs) happens a lot of times with the angels is once you're there in their energy field, you do feel that sense of, 
Oh, everything's beautiful and yeah. fine. I don't I don't have any questions. Yes, <laughs> right. Three hours later, you might remember, oh, wait, I had that question I forgot to ask. So I do recommend that people write down um, questions in advance. And um, it just flows like that, a question and answer. And then if you have a full session, um, you can then ask follow-up questions um, and so forth or just ask for general messages um, for you. And, of course, it can get more personal and specific. These were, were fairly personal and specific on this call, but you can see it's not a general um, thing. It's it's specific to, to where you are in your life right now. And it's anything in your life, and I would say it's different from a psychic reading because the angels, uh, first of all, their concept of time is a little different than ours. So I've definitely experienced them telling people, oh, in three months, <laughs> they'll come to me six months later and be like, yeah, it just happened. Uh, so they're, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're the best uh, go-to for if you want some specific date or some event that's about to unfold in your life. But I would say if you want a wider perspective, if you're a little stuck and not knowing why something's happening the way it is in your life. Um, they might help you with uh, past life connections that are there or lessons that you brought forth in this moment uh, to help you understand a little better the dynamics of what's happening. Um, and then there's a special on your site, of course, for a one-hour phone session. And... Did I forget anything else? <laughs> no, and I get a little ethereal when I'm in that channeling space. So yes, I know, and and I know we're all like still feeling very light, light-hearted as well. So there, I want to just make it clear that there's no question that's too right or wrong. There's no right or wrong question, and there's no question that's like to be judged as a question. Um, it could be anything where you know we might have our human mind come in and say, no, I'm not going to ask that question. The angels, as you said, have their own uh, neutrality in looking at it, and they can give fresh insight on it. Absolutely. And they don't, from my perspective, my my experience with them, they do not judge. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have asked them the same question over and over again, because I, I talk to them almost every day for myself. And um you know, sometimes I'm just frustrating. Like, I still don't get it. What's happening here? And I've never have felt uh, what we would get, like sort of a pushback, a human pushback from them, like we told you this already. And some days it's different. So it, um, you know, I'm not saying that you need to call me every day and ask the same question, but that I have never had that sense of judgment from the angels for myself or anyone else that a question is unfitting. And it's surprising what questions that might seem to to us, the human mind, to be very three-dimensional or irrelevant. If it's really a question on your heart, there might be a reason why. You know, there's some other layers to that that could be really helpful for you and very uplifting. So, yes, I would say any any question goes. <laughs> and particularly, just understand that you're going to get a what I would call a spiritual answer. So <laughs> you're probably not going to get lottery numbers and specific dates, but um, you can ask about money and relationships and uh, anything that's in your your life experience. Certainly. Yes, if if you have plans to move somewhere, you're going to take a trip somewhere, or yeah. So sometimes they can tell work. you oh. if you have two or three different locations. For example, I've had this come up. 
well, in this location, you know, maybe there's a few people that are great for your heart space, but this particular job you're thinking of, you know, has just bringing up components because those are always unknowns when we're facing those choices, right? Um, component, uh, understanding the dynamics of people we might be uh, entering a new job with or different places, sometimes two or three places and they're all good, but they can um, explain and one is not so good, but they can explain why from their uh, vantage point. Yes, and uh, as far as like helping people unravel their gifts or unveil their gifts or step into their gifts, this is all um, something the archangels can help, uh, can yeah. help with, with that conversation, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. And so, again, Any, Anytime where we're wanting to join into, um, you know, I would say if the angels have an agenda, it's helping us, uh, bring us towards light and greater love. So yeah. anything that we want to do to step into service to ourselves, to others, I mean, that's where, it, you know, as much as I don't think angels have judgment, that's where they really light up because that's what they're here for is to help bring us into that love and light. So all those kind of questions are right up yeah. there. <laughs> Great. And so that's it. I mean, that is how we create in the 5D is being in this heart space. And so that guidance from the angels will be helpful getting us into that heart space, uh, understanding our situation from that perspective. That really is powerful moving forward. Beautiful. Well, awesome. And so I do want to say, uh, Mike on our chat line also mentioned that you have a, an audio MP3. We're going to include that with a purchase of your personal archangel conversation but this is called sound of the ancients and mike says that it can put people into a very relaxed state uh talk a little bit about this audio <laughs> yes we just right before the call we spontaneously decided to add that to the offer um so for those of you who are online it's probably not up yet uh, but we will send that to you it's uh, close to 20 minutes, so if you want the experience of sound healing um, or meditation um, at home, it's that's the channeled sounds through my voice uh, that I, I think we were talking about earlier in the call, where it sounds a little bit like planets or crystal bowls, but it's just sounds coming through uh, my voice. And the intent is to slough off what we don't need, the density, so this is more shamanic sound, so that's dealing with the polarities of darkness and light, heaviness and lightness, so sloughing off what we don't need, kind of shaking off that other people's energies maybe we've collected in our field and coming more into that centered light space uh, within ourselves. Yeah, that's so beautiful. This is really the task at hand. It couldn't be more simple, uh, but it's not so easy. So these tools that allow us to really feel into that are quite powerful and very special. So thank you for that, Adria. This has been yeah. so and Thank you, Mike, for bringing that up. How fun. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. offer that too. Yeah, it is available with the purchase of a special offer. So I just want to say the special offer is available at AcousticHealth.com in the marketplace under special offers. Of course, there's a link to that on all of these web pages as well. Well, Adria, thank you, thank you, thank you. This quantum My conversation pleasure. Thank with you the so Archangel much for 
Oh, it's Inviting so beautiful. Yes. I want to give you a quick moment to just uh, wrap up any last comment that you might have on how important or special it is, this angelic connection. I just want to thank everyone for being here because, like you said, it, it, it is difficult as much as sometimes it is easy. <laughs> um, there are a lot of moments in the day where it can seem difficult, so how beautiful for you to take the time to tap into something, you know, whether it's this recording or someone else's meditation technique. Um, thank you for um, being willing to step into your own light and peacefulness and power and um, playing with all of us uh, as we collectively uplift. Yes, thank you. And that brings up a question that I want to address on our chat line. There was a question that said, do we need all these courses and webinars to get into the 5D? No, the 5D gateway is the heart. (laughs) These are tools to assist. You know, we can do it by ourselves, but these are just experiences to assist us along the way. Anything you want to add on that? Just follow what you're drawn to. And and don't judge it. Some, Some books, some people, some meditation techniques will just light you up and do that. There's no reason to follow someone else's path. Yeah. Pay attention to how it lights us up, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Beautiful. Adria, Windhorse, thank you, thank you, thank you for this quantum conversation. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. We'll have you back again soon. Thanks so much. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, this has been a beautiful quantum conversation and I invite our viewers and listeners on YouTube to register at Quantum Conversations at AcousticHealth.com. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. And we do that with some music that makes us move. If you're in a sleep zone, Turn this off and go listen to something that puts you in a, a calm space. Otherwise, dance with us. Thank you, everyone.
came softly through my window today. I could have tripped out easy, but I I changed my way. It'll take time, I know it, but in a while you're gonna be mine, and I know it. We'll do it in style Cause I made my mind up You're going to be mine I tell you right now Any trick in the book And now baby All that I can find Everybody's hustling Just to have a little fun. When I say we'll be cool I think that you know what I mean We stood on a beach A sudden sand You knew remember well I know a beach where, baby The fun never ends When you've made your mind up Forever to be mine I'll pick up your hand Slowly Blow your little Cause I made my mind up You're going to be mine I tell you right now Any trick in the book And I'll be there All that I can find
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.